0: Hey everyone, this is Christy C, one of Soul's assistant editors, and welcome to another episode of In the Spray Room, our podcast where we talk to some of the best and brightest artists working on the streets today. For our daily online content, check us out on soulmagny.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Soul Mag. Today's crew consists of myself, John Domine. Hey there. Bike Girl. Hello. And Brooklyn's own, Big Ronnie. Fluffy. Before we introduce today's special guest, Big Ronnie, tell us what's going on. Well,
1: it's, uh, it's the middle of the summer. The birds chirping. John Dominey's drinking. You know, everything's good. It, things, are, things are dope. We don't have any big shows or uh, monster uh, announcements coming up, but some interesting stuff. August 24th is not only sold editors Stella's, Bella's birthday, but it was also open studios at J Corp's new studio in uh Dumbo. Again, August twenty fourth. We also have uh Leaf and Zero's show that just passed by at uh Lucky Panda Vape Shop. That was a lot of fun, huh, John?
2: I was out of time, but I heard it was that, great.
1: That was a lot of fun, huh, Bike Girl? Uh
3: I didn't go, but it was It was probably a pretty good show, but I do know this. It is up for for a couple more weeks, so get down there and go check it out, and maybe you can tell us if it's good or not. Well,
1: I was there. It was fun. It was a good time, and our next guest was there also. His beard was looking good. I got a little disappointed when I saw it because it was trimmed, and I guess you got to trim it sometimes. Not everybody can go all straggly like Big Ronnie can, John.
2: Or not everyone should.
1: Uh, Thank you. And... Our guest today is Mr. Dirty himself, Dirk Cobain. What is What's up? up? What's good? Now, Dirk Cobain and I have a little bit of a history. Goes back about 18 months, John. It's been you a long
4: rivalry. Yeah. Rivalry, huh? It's
1: the battle of the banners. <laughs> I still get mad every time I see that Jenna Morello piece, and now the pin's are gorgeous. I'm like, this motherfucker, It's like he knows yeah. I do banners. What are you doing a banner for? But then Jenna told me she drew the banner, and all you did was the font. Uh, That's yeah, even meaner.
4: yeah. yeah. You know, i got to put my uh, dirty-style touch on it. No, I've uh, – yeah, me and Ronnie have been friends for – ever since I moved here. And, um, yeah. Shout-out to Saxon. He's Sticks all right for
1: introducing us. He's great.
4: He's a great guy. He writes that, <laughs> write that on my Facebook all the time. You're a great you're guy, great, Ronnie. I just want to make sure that he doesn't forget that. Have a that nice great summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a great – yeah. It's like when you sign, like, a yearbook, you're like, <laughs> exactly. what do you do? You're like – It's like when, when you give it to, like, some – you know, and it's like, have a great summer. You're like, oh man, <laughs>
1: yeah. it's over. And I'm always a great guy, and I'm like, oh, he hates me. <laughs> so again, back. So we met at a Sack Six Benson show. Shout out to Benson's great supporters. of oh. Six. It was a free bacon production, which I who doesn't like free bacon. He comes for the bacon.
4: That's it, oh, right, bacon. Ronnie?
1: Now let's 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 go to the. But you were. At the show before that one with them also. Who who was in that show, the boom before? What, I which him? one? No, no, that, that was that my was first.
4: So the Benson show where I met you. Um, and I actually thought you you were SAC6 because I didn't even know who SAC6 was. Well, I mean, I didn't know what he, what he looked like. They could um, be twins. And, uh, you know, so I reached out to SAC6 and I said, hey, I'm going to be in New York. It was right after I moved here. And I just said, if you have anything I can get involved with, uh, let me know. And then he said, well, actually, I'm doing a show at Benson's. Drop your piece off on Tuesday if you want to be involved. I said, okay, great. I had only been living here for like four days at the time. So the night of the event, um, so I dropped off my piece the day before. I met the girl who works the bar, the the bartender and the co-owner. her
1: name. She's lovely or yeah. She went to high school so, with Damian Mitchell. She's fantastic. Hello.
4: So I didn't um, – uh actually meet sack six yet and then so the night of the the event i show up and it was a packed house and i see this guy in the corner of the room he's still in the show he's you know over there doing his thing talking everybody's got all the attention i go well that must be sack six because this guy obviously you know he's still in the show so i I, I go up to ronnie i go hey are you sack six and he was like no i'm big ronnie blah blah and then that's how i met this guy because i because he you know he's he uh he had like everybody around him, and he was, you know, he was doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? It's called Presence, John. Um,
1: so, and then we've we kind of been, been friends ever since then. You know what I mean? <laughs> but not, not just friends. You, you have been uh, very, very kind. You, for as long as I know you, you're not just someone that gets a wall. You're someone that brings in someone to collab with. You're someone that brings the homies around. You're of course. Someone that shows up while other people are working. You're not just an artist that landed in New York and we were cool. Yeah. You're a you're a giving dude when it comes to your work. I haven't heard you say no, I won't collab with someone or I won't work with you. Yeah. But maybe you're just a jerk behind closed doors. I, and I, just I'm, right for, me. I'm a jerk behind closed doors.
4: No, I mean I feel like I'm always trying to uh you know, I always am trying to, you know, I'll work with people, I'll try to work with people. especially like when I get projects, if I can bring somebody else onto a project with me, um and if they're easy to work with, then yeah, I like to you know, help others out, give other people a chance you know like because I feel like that's kind of how I've always been able to succeed and get further because I've always been fortunate enough to have people give me a chance, like if they have a project, you know, they put me on, so I try to do that too for others, you know when, when I can bring other people in and you know stuff like that so definitely
2: of a recent collab, what's the one that you feel I'm like most proud of uh, either because it it just was seamless working with that person or you felt that the product was something that. Really, they've meshed well together.
4: Um, I think everybody that I collaborate with, whether it be Outer Source or Butterfly Mush or Jenna, I think everybody that I work with, we all, uh, it all blends pretty well. And I think most importantly, I won't work with someone if I can't get along with them as a person. So, you know, um, I think I really couldn't give you a direct answer to say who's the best, but if I'm working with someone or if you do see a Dirk Cobain piece with somebody else involved, uh, that usually means that me and that person are vibing on, like, personal levels, you know, and not just, like, on an art level. It means that I could, like, you know, chill with this person, like, talk with them, you know. So it's, like, if I can't, like, kick it with you, you know, outside of the art stuff, then I probably wouldn't work with you. You John, what
1: what do you think my highly, Big Ronnie's highly biased opinion about Dirk Cobain's recent best collab is?
2: Which one is that? Did you do one with him? No, <laughs> no. Yeah,
1: that's a good answer. Though. No, the Welling Court Jeff Enriquez collab. Oh,
3: that uh, is yeah, good that's piece. a good one. That piece has legs. Love yeah, it.
4: Yeah, that is a good. That that is really dope.
1: Now, what impressed me about that piece,
2: knowing a little bit of, a little bit about it, is they didn't work on that together. I know I was there with uh, Dirt when he was painting, and uh, I heard that Jeff was going to be coming back later, and yeah. I actually. It, you're right. It is pretty amazing to be able to, to do that because usually you'd kind of riff off each other and kind of you know adjust things accordingly. But to be able to kind of set it up mm-hmm. for the next guy to you know, tag yeah. out and let the next person come in was pretty cool, I thought.
4: Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Ronnie. You're, okay. you're going to say something? No. Um, yeah, that, that was actually really cool. Like I really liked that project because I feel like me and Jeff have two completely different styles. So you have Jeff that does uh, really realistic work, obviously. You know, if you've seen his stuff, you know what he does. And then mine is, like, on the opposite end of the spectrum where it's just, like, very cartoony and just very, like, playful, whatever, you know. So for us to, to, like, be able to, like, merge that, and uh, I think it worked really well, you know. And and we actually did have a meetup prior to that day when you seen me, John, where we actually sat down for, like, a few hours, and we were, like – kicking ideas around back and forth. And like, so we actually like drew up the sketch together and then it was just due to our, our schedules. I wasn't going to be in town. So we had to just, and he wasn't uh, available to paint the day that I was there. So we just had to make it work like that. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go there, do my thing, kind of just like set it up for you. And then you could just come in and, you know, do your thing. And it worked out really great, you know?
1: Now let's call it since last fall, mm-hmm. you've been off. You are working. You are finding walls. You are finding gates. You are finding big walls. You are finding air streams to paint. Yeah, you're finding how many beer gardens did you paint? I mean, you're hustling pretty fucking hard out there right now, dude. And that's that's New York. Yeah, you, New York's not, gonna, you, not going to give you shit. Well, New York is dead. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Real New York. New York is hustle <clears throat> all damn day, mm-hmm. John. And this guy works for his walls. But, you know, talk to the kids coming up. Talk to some yeah. of the young writers. What's up?
4: Um, yeah, uh, you're right. And, um, you know, thank you for noticing that. Yeah, I just – I just, uh, I think I'm – maybe I'm a little bit crazy because even if I'm – like let's say I have a week where I paint like five walls in one week. I might wake up on that next Saturday and be like, shit, I need a wall. Like I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, yeah, I just I – just, I think sometimes I just, like, put myself in this, like, obsessive work mode. I'm just like, I'm going to knock on doors. I think a a lot of it is you just got to get out there and go get it for yourself. I mean, like you said, it's New York City. If you hustle, the city will know that you're hustling. There's an energy in the city that if you're a hustler and you're out there, like, working your ass off, you're going to see the payback. It will come back around, you know. So you can't, you know, you don't just, like, sit on your ass and expect to get walls or expect to, like, you know, get, uh, you know, projects coming your way. It's like, I do get out there and I'm always knocking on doors. I'm always like trying to meet people. I'm always trying to just, um, you know, like what, figure out what my next project's going to be. And, um, yeah, you know, I've been fortunate enough to do that for the most part, you know, just find spots to paint, find new places, new new people to work with and all that. So yeah, I, I just think if you are just on your hustle and you're putting that energy out there in the universe; it'll come back around. You know what I'm saying? Like it might not be right away, but if you just get you know on your hustle and just work your ass off,
1: it'll come back around. Christy, for sure. check the clock. Can Big Ronnie preach right now for a second?
3: Uh, <clears throat> yep. Okay, good. And the we, seconds over. Our, our, our <laughs> list, listeners,
1: listen up. This city, any city, the world rewards people that work. The only place where work comes before success is the dictionary. Okay. Dirk Cobain doesn't need to read the dictionary. He has his dirty style. He puts it up on the street. He offers it to you. He puts it up. You don't have a choice. There it is. You see it. People are taking pictures in front of it. Girls in bikinis are walking yeah. by. Girls <laughs> are modeling in front of his stuff. The the message, would you even call your style new school? What do you what would you call your dirty style? What is I, it? I don't
4: know. I mean, well, I think that's what I call it right there. Uh, dirty style. I don't... I. I strive to not really be classified in any style, you know. But like I'm not really artist. old school. I'm not new school. Every artist thinks they're okay. All right. Old. I mean, so okay. All right. Well, what what that means is that I feel like I come from like uh you know maybe I, I I try to twist a little bit of like old school uh ethics with new school flavor, you know, like uh so you know like with uh you know like a, like a little bit of old school uh work ethic and a little bit of old school just like raw and in your face but with the new school twist you know like with with trying to do something different that uh, hasn't been done or that no one else is doing you know like I always try to um look at what I do as like you know when you have like fish with the flow and there's like that one that's going in the opposite direction Mm -hmm. so like I try to like you know relate to that with my artwork like if everyone's kind of like swimming this way then I'm going to be swimming like the opposite way you know and uh, I just want to have my, my artwork be something different. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and I'm not trying to, like, say that's better or worse. It's just want, I just want to be something different. I kind of want to be in my own lane. And, um, you know, I just want to, like, stand out, you know. And, and I think I do a pretty good job of that, you know. It's because,
3: highly recognizable. For sure.
2: Yeah.
4: So mm-hmm.
3: As your own, and there's no one else quite there where you are.
2: Yeah, the shapes and the letters, you know, that the uh, you know, the vessels of whatever, you know, whether it be a a bottle or a um, a what do you call it, pill bottle yeah. or whatever, you or immediately it, it's immediately recognizable as yours. So.
4: Yeah, and I'm uh yeah, I'm trying to do that. And and I also try to mix it with uh like fun as well, you know? Like I want it to be a little Playful, a little, you know, like lighthearted, you know what I'm saying? And I want it just, I, I want people to uh, see it. And, you know, I want to, people to have a smile on their face when they look at it. And, the, you know, you see the pictures with the girls taking photos by it. And I think that's cool, you know? Like, I want them to be excited about taking pictures next to it and stuff like that. My,
1: my absolute favorite, and we're talking about uh, you potentially getting involved in a, a project for the Coney Island Beard and Mustache Competition coming up in September. Yeah. Uh, but, one of the coolest things that I've ever seen you write is on the bottle. You write "hipster selfie photo op." <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> that I, was one of my favorites too. Yeah, it, but it's it's you're 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 literal. You're direct. Nobody has to look at your stuff and say, "What does that mean?" Yeah, and I think that means a lot today. Uh, you know, it's it's you're not about the you're, you're about the literal. You're not about the existential. You're not about the feelings. You're not about the the, the deep emotional nah. response to anything nah. on, in your work. Yeah. Until, until you paint pictures of women. Uh, well, you know, I, like, yeah, the, uh, I think yeah. I just
4: try to, ha- like, have fun with it. I think the selfie photo op thing was, like, uh, one of my things where I just thought it was fun, you know. And that sucks because I put that up as a weed paste and that thing did not last. I don't think I really ever seen any tagged photo, you know, because, like, a lot of times people will, like, tag me in a photo. And I don't think that one really made it. Then that's kind of a, that's kind of a bummer because I was saving it for like a really good spot, and then it just didn't happen. So, oh well. Now you got in
1: a little bit of trouble for uh, your your post no feels piece.
4: I did, I did. I, I guess I stirred up a little bit of uh, emotion there. I guess there. So.
1: Well, I think I think it's just. Uh, I think it was <laughs> unintentional. But <I> think <laughs> yeah, it was unintentional. Of, a lot of people like hearts. A lot of people yeah. like the the general message of love. Uh, You you know, you talk about some of the people that we've sat down with, like Hiraku, where hearts are in every single one of her pieces. So I think people have their own connotations about it. But what what was that for you?
4: Um, I think for me, that was just I think it was a way of me going against the grain. And like I was just talking about, like going against the trend and um, not really you know going in the same direction as everyone else like quote unquote everyone else you know also but.
3: an interesting irony about the hearts in new york city being that we have a literal war of hearts on the streets yeah we yes, have several we artists <laughs> there's a love over war. Each other with yeah. hearts. yeah and it's kind of hilarious because they're all concerned about who did them first
4: yeah
1: heck ted james gold crown who else who else are the heart people Oh, you're calling him out right know. now. No, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I have not, no idea who the parts people work. are. No, I'm just no, saying. <laughs> I, just,
3: I, I, I just always think I'm that not that's, that's, them it's down. Kind of that's this wonderful work. irony, no, no, no. though, that there's actual war of hearts. Yeah. Uh,
4: so, okay, so I, I think. For uh, humanity, was primarily hearts yeah. yeah. in his background. With what Bite Girl is saying, it's like, you know, and it's, okay, so the hearts are just one thing, but let's, going back to my point, it's like, I don't want to be in a category where people are like confusing you know because okay when you see hearts you might say oh that's like one of 10 different artists you know but when you see a Dirk cobain piece you're gonna be like oh that's Dirk cobain for sure you're not gonna be like well is this uh, this guy or that guy you're gonna know when it's my shit mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the reasons why you know like i kind of s- stray away from that and the post no fills was just it's like my way of like kind of making fun of what everybody else is doing and I'm, you know, cause I'm kind of like a, like a Say dickhead it. like Say that it. sometimes, yeah, you know, right. like if I think something's funny or corny, then I'll probably make a joke about it. Right. And, and you know, what, what's funny is, um, that post no feels, even though it did like stir up a lot of like shit or whatever. And, you know, I like look at my Instagram feed that when I posted that, I think that was one of my most liked pictures that I posted. You know, that thing got like way more likes than I ever, than I usually, because I have, like, about an average, and I know what my average usually breaks, that thing, like, exceeded that by far, and people that don't even ever comment on my shit, like, jump in, like, oh, yes, like, this is awesome, I love this, so I think there are a lot of people that feel like me, so I think when I do step up and do something like that, I think there's a lot of art fans that appreciate that Mm -hmm. and they're like yo i'm fucking glad someone finally said something about this shit you know what i'm saying like yeah
0: i think it's good to use art to provoke people to make people think of a different perspective yeah and And
4: i and i wasn't taking a jab at anyone you know it's just kind of like i was just taking a jab at like the whole trend of like the love and the hearts and all that kind of shit like i mean if it works for you and if you truly believe that and you're really into that fucking go for it you know like that's not me like Mm -hmm. i don't you know what i mean like I don't have, like, heart stuff in my room and shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've never really been into that, so yeah. it's just not what I it's do. But fine. It's
3: funny, too, because your style. Chris RWK, at the beginning of the year, did something that basically said, come on, street artist, no more Basquiat, no more Herring, and he didn't catch grief. Uh, so it's interesting because you're basically saying the same thing. Well, and time yeah. To, and maybe I think, everybody needs to find their own world. Yeah, yeah, just be
4: yourself. Do what you do. I mean, I feel like you're – I feel like – I mean, okay, bottom line, end of the day, if you want to do anything that's a trend, do it. But you're never going to stand out as yourself if you keep following the trend. Mm -mm. If you just follow a trend and you just do what's, like, trendy, you're never going to stand out and be your own person, you know?
3: And trends go away. And And trends go
4: away and real shit doesn't go away. So 10 years from now, when you you guys will bring me back on a podcast and I'm still going to be doing my thing. 10 years from now, some of these cats that are doing that trendy shit, they might not be here. You know what I mean?
1: Now let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about some of your your Instagram prowess. What you, do you mean? You got you got you got posted by Michael Strahan last week. Yeah, but he didn't uh, even tag me in the picture. Whoa, 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 okay, whoa, okay. Whoa, 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 it's whoa, still whoa, a great yeah.
4: Okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, say what you want to say, and then right? yeah.
1: It's awesome.
4: Can can you say something awesome in the big Ronnie voice? Say Dirt Cobain got like you know <laughs> let the people know that Michael Strahan. Uh, Michael
1: Strahan reposted a Dirt Cobain Instagram post, but did not tag him. Exclusive.
4: so that was you know that's kind of like one of those things where it's like yo i'm stoked that michael strahan posted my shit i'm like wow like this is pretty fucking cool like and professional yet, football someone like
3: michael strahan should actually know <laughs> since he's in the media himself exactly that there's this courtesy thing like yeah. let's tell people Exit. who this is oh, yeah. yeah
4: it's like come on bro like you're like you you know you could just like all you gotta do is click over and you know give me a little you know it's like so I was stoked that Strahan posted it. It's like, yo, that's that's great. You know, like I'm reaching people that you know, like Michael Strahan, that's cool. But at the same time it's like I'm also kinda bummed because but I didn't really get any credit for worried? that don't you know. have
1: 5500 likes. What are you worried about, man? It's no
0: big deal. Well, you deal. can go on there and
4: But thank have you, you to everybody cuz oh, a, on, a, a know, lot of people shouted me seven, out on the two, three, Michael Strahan thing. Four, so thank you to everybody five, that shouted me out.
3: I will say this. I appreciate you guys. It might be that you need to put your signature on the like right
4: there, huh? I just like gotta just blast it right across my own shit. So it's like you so you can't get around it. Just
3: like dirt, Cobain
4: branded way Totally but, but thank you to everybody that did chime in on that and uh, tag me in it and shout me out. I appreciate you guys, you know, because that uh, definitely does help, you know, some people to, you know, sure, find, find out about me. Yeah, early. yeah. you're so, getting exposed yeah. to a different audience. You're yeah.
1: cross promoting. Uh, I don't see football players on your feed usually. So this yeah, is, this exactly. Is nice it program. is. It's,
4: it's a good thing. Totally. So now
1: let's let's talk about crossovers because if you knew. John, uh, John, if you knew Dirt like I knew Dirt, you'd know that he's not just an artist. What he is also, it? He's also a designer.
2: He is. <laughs> he's all Tell Mark. me more about this.
1: His, this. This man's t-shirt game. Oh, yes. Advertising that. his t-shirt game is next level.
2: Yeah. No, I, I actually like Thank his you. shirts. I have one of his shirts.
1: And? Bye and...
2: Girl has one, right?
1: I have a pink one. And he thinks he's a, I mean, He's a rapper. Oh no! Th- I, this part I didn't know about. Oh, I, no, I did dabble did in, in that example. back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So,
4: no, the spot, come on. You, like, need like, a, you need a beatbox yeah, for you? Yeah, yeah. No. No. Get no, a Hot, no, hot 16 right. No. So I, I, I did actually dabble in music when I was younger. I think that was my first passion, like, or that's what I wanted to do. But I think art was like always my true passion. You know, I should say. So I just, you know, you just so fell back in. So you the kid in, in
3: school that was always getting trouble for doodling and daydreaming and.
4: Yeah, I remember one time I got caught tagging at high school and I just like denied my, just denied it. And I had, was like, you know, I was like in like the dean's office. As like, you were doing it? No, I, I got caught tagging at high school one time and they walked in the bathroom and like the like the, the ink was like still wet. And they're like, hey, you come They knew I did it, but they didn't see me do it. And I had to like, you know, then the dean had me in there. I was in there for like three hours and like they were just trying to like get me to like admit to it. And I just, to break you. I just kept saying no, no, no. And then they finally they like, you know, they're just like. Whatever Get I got, the they, they let me go. But yeah, I was you know I, I caused a little bit of trouble in high school, but just like average, like just your basic shenanigans, you know. Like I used to smoke weed. I walked to school and like smoke weed before school and stuff like that. But not like anything too crazy, you know what I mean? I Smoking weed and tagging's not that bad. High kids like, are doing way worse shit nowadays than what I was doing. You know what I mean?
3: High school's <laughs> hell enough. High school not being high would be hell. Yeah, enough. totally.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Now, for those of you who don't know, Dirty reps two cities. Christy, do you know what two cities he reps? Uh,
0: New York and... Incorrect. Oh, sorry. Incorrect.
1: He reps both
4: L.A. and San Francisco. Oh. San Jose is my first uh, city. I live right. in Manteca. For went to high school in Antigua. You've done the
3: northern and the southern. Yeah,
4: I'm, a, I'm originally from northern California, but I lived in L.A. for so long that that just became home.
3: So you know how to change your language and stay like it's over on the 410 and stuff when you're down in L.A. Oh, uh, yeah, and totally. Then in San Francisco, you can actually speak like the real world.
4: Uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> you got the 101 freeway that is actually in San Francisco and in Los Angeles. I think that's going to be my next tattoo. I got to get that like w- 101 freeway sign tattooed on me. I was gonna get it last week but it just didn't work out. But yeah, so you know, I I grew up in Northern California, but I I think living in Los Angeles for so long and uh that's kinda where I really started to do the whole like Dirt Cobain thing. I feel like me as a person, yeah, I'm from up north, but like the Dirt Cobain thing was like born in Los Angeles kind of. And I just I when, when I lived out there, I never went back home. Like, so I was literally there, like, for the whole time. So now, when I go back to California, like, I don't even really go up to Northern California. Like, it's very rare that I do go there. Um, you know, so I think L.A. is, like, home for me. It's, like, I know that, like, area so well and everything. Um, so, like, I will always try to, like, find my way to, like, force my way to go to, like, San Fran when I can. You know, because I did paint a wall there, like, when I was out there a couple years ago. But, uh, yeah, I just feel like uh, after living down in Hollywood for so long, it's just it's like it's just a big part of my life. Like a a lot of important stuff happened. So I think that's like kind of why that became home for me, you know.
1: All right. Let's talk about Hollywood. Let's talk about Hollywood. Holly weird. (laughs) While I set this up, take a swig of your uh, seltzer. Take a deep breath. Everybody stretch a little. Recently, we had the piece in LA that we guys knew as the one that was the social media piece where you had to have a certain amount of followers. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that. That it had to have a certain amount of followers to be able to take a picture. I think it was 30,000 followers. Remember this one about a couple of weeks ago in in uh, in LA? And Dirt posted about it. It was right next to his piece? No, I didn't
4: post about it. But we, uh, me, I, me and you talked about okay. it, but I didn't post about so,
1: it. So for those of you who don't know, there was a uh, advertising company in LA that basically put a, a tent in front of a street art piece and said that you had to be verified. They had a security guard and it checked your Instagram. You had to have 30,000 followers minimum in order to go in and see the piece and tweet about it. So me, I'm again, I'm the other side of the brain. I like an interesting idea. I like something that 9 out of 10 people are going to say, that's horrible because I'm like, that's just kind of a good idea and you just wish you thought of it first. And I thought it was a very good idea because we're still fucking talking about it. Okay, yeah, we're still talking one, about I don't it. <laughs> I'm the one that brought it up. <laughs> yeah. So Dirt and I talked about it, and his piece was right next to it. Yeah. He thought it was the biggest sham in the world. It was. Tell us why.
4: Okay, so you want just my go, raw go opinion on, on it? Like, it. can I just like just start talking shit? We don't know okay. them. <laughs> yeah, we don't know them. So yeah, so for them to create this mural in. Hollywood and say that you can only it's to me it was just like I don't know if like discrimination is the right word but it was just like plain just stupid so it, it was so Hollywood it, it was so yeah. Hollywood and the bad form of Hollywood and uh, the thing is too I, I i think the reason why I thought it was like so corny because that if you don't know where it's at you might think oh they're just trying to do it and it wasn't even in like any fancy place it's like it's in the old fame yard Next to Sporty L.A., which seven years ago, that was a respected yard. Now it's a shit show. I mean, people walk in that. People, like, you know, they take a piss right there against the wall where they painted that mural. It's like a place where you're like, you're like oh, hold on. Let me go piss. All right, I'm going to go piss over here. In this yard. And, like, you know, it's like they did it in a place that's just, like, a joke. And it's like people, I don't know. And, yeah, and then it's, like, next to mine. So I was kind of like, yo, like, this is the yard that I used to paint at. And drink beers. And we just used to hang out all day and just, like, get drunk and paint and do all this shit. And my 40-ounce uh bottles right next to it. And I felt like just saying, yo, if you don't got 20,000 Instagram followers, you can still go look at my shit. <laughs> if you got five followers or five million, like, you could look at my stuff right there. It's like, you don't – I don't know. I just thought it was – it was like making a mockery. Is like if if this is what street art has become, it's like goddamn. It's like a shame, kind of. You know what I mean.
2: So did you do anything uh, in response to that? Or no, no, I
4: mean I was gonna make a post about it and like rant and rave and talk shit, but I was like, yeah, whatever. It's not even worth it. But I think this right here. Mm-hmm. So this is like this is better for me to, to talk shit because I don't feel like I could have got my point across via like. A caption on Instagram, so yeah, I thought it was whack as fuck. I was like, Yo, this is a fucking joke. I was like, Are you like, I really thought it was a joke, and I had to check several different like websites to confirm that it was not a joke. Like, that's how
2: stupid I thought it was. You know, so know what I mean? Who painted that wall? Do we know? I, I have no idea. I mean, no disrespect to the artist. I'm hey, sure if he I got remember paid. the
1: artist's name, John, I wouldn't say it out loud.
2: Well, I'm yeah. just curious because I mean, obviously, but well, by now the tent's not still up. I mean, it was no. a couple weeks ago, so now it's uh, visible to everyone. Whatever the work is, or it's been covered. No, I think it's or, probably been
4: covered. I feel like I feel like it's probably already been covered. I
2: also would think that there'd be some, uh, you know, kickback from people who are like, this is ridiculous, so they they would tag it or something too, you know? Because oh, I'm sure, that, it's like, right? Yeah, someone no, just like drag it get super get quick, right? yeah, like super fast <laughs> right? for sure. I Because mean, it's kind of the yeah. epitome of kind you know, of like our,
0: when Banksy how long would that last yeah. in New York?
2: Everyone just wants to like jump
3: on the hype and just like I'm Remember the guys anywhere.
1: charging Gone. to see the Banksy they're putting the cardboard oh, in front of gosh. the Banksy you imagine somebody trying to that charge same to people, yeah
3: people realize they have a roll gate on that Banksy now and they want $50 to lift the gate so those of us who know where it is have sworn to secrecy to t- we won't tell anybody. Wait, what
4: happened? They're they're charging you fifty dollars to like see. look at it. There is a it's a Banksy see. peep yes. show. huh?
3: Yes. There's a Banksy yeah. in Brooklyn <laughs> behind <laughs> a roll it's behind plexiglass ble- no and a roll gate. It's oh, behind Blexi and a roll gate. And, and they, they, want want money the gate. they want fifty bucks to oh, look at it. They want fifty bucks to lift the God. gate. So I refuse. Most of us, especially as the people that do tours, yeah, we will not tell anybody where it is because can you imagine that sets such a bad precedence Because yeah. then everybody's going to think they can do that.
1: Yeah, that's bullshit. I don't, so, there, yeah. what if they would have did it on? Uh, <clears throat> I don't even know the fancy frigging neighborhoods. Over I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what I What like they did it right in, like, Beverly, like, yeah. Right, like, right, right, like Rodeo, right Rodeo
4: drive or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? What, I mean, what what I was think it, over there with okay. A yeah. Okay. So yeah, if, if they would have did it like on like uh Rodeo drive or something, fan- I mean, I still would probably think it's stupid, but I just think It's stupid. And funny because they did it over there at that yard of because like they did it in like it
3: just shows you know? they were clueless.
4: Yeah, they're just it just it was, was just all around. It just like it. come on, it's yeah. like get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like come on, but whatever. I mean, and it's not really. I mean, I'm not really dissing the artist because I'm sure the artist, you know, he probably got paid and you know he has bills to pay too, and he got to do what he has to do. So it's not. Really, it's just like, but the company who like set it all up, that's that's corny. It's just like, uh, to me, it's just like, um, you know, it's like a culture vulture type of situation. Like, just making a mockery of street. I don't know. I, I don't agree with it's it. It's
3: the new world of Instagram that we live in. This it is, Instagram yeah. Like, Instagram influencers and well, shit. Well, you it's know, like, it's on. changed so many worlds we don't think about. Yeah. The fact now that you can be a supermodel and you can be five foot two freaking inches tall.
4: <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? Like, <laughs> so...
1: John, did you post the picture?
4: I, I didn't. That Erica because I,
1: showed me of the beautiful oh, shot that you took at Dirt's Airstream. I, no, because I just
2: got back from North so Carolina. Hasn't so seen that shot.
4: I did. Done. I sent him. He, it. he, oh, okay. he uh, sent it to me. And thank oh, you, John, man. for taking a picture. Sure.
2: No, yeah. I loved. Actually, I loved seeing it. I, w- I thought it was cool that you painted it on the Airstream down at the uh, Luchadores restaurant yeah. in uh, near South Street Seaport. That's
4: Luchadores restaurant <laughs> <laughs> in South Street.
2: <laughs> he did that very well. He gave him the straight plug. Right, eighty-seven yeah. South Street. Hey, I
4: love their. They have happy the best hour Monday through tacos, Friday. You know? <laughs> yeah. Now the, the food is good. The if they want good.
3: to feed me some some <laughs> mushroom tacos, I'm going to get some. Those are good. Mexican wrestling well, on the side? <laughs> well, I
2: don't know they show Mexican well, it wrestling is, on the side. <laughs> their whole thing is tacos versus burritos, and it's like they've okay, got the luchador masks and stuff, but I love that place. Yeah. I love we that support luchador those luchador who address. support street art and yeah.
4: for
1: those guys, but the Airstream, dude. Had you ever painted one okay, of Okay, so the
4: Airstream was like, yo, so this guy calls me up, and he said he wants me to come paint over there, you know, and – he said he wants me to paint the air shot. I was like dude i 'm fucking there i 'm like when like i 'll be there tomorrow morning cool. um, it was yeah it was a fun project. I just thought it was like uh just fun just straight up one of the funnest things i've done like you know to, like look at that. That's absolutely like, classic it's fucking really like I wish I had that thing now I just want to drive across the country with That'd that be thing perfect. and just like Let's you know just, like.
2: <laughs> and I like that it's just um, you know that there's still a lot of dead space the you know you have your iconic <clears throat> bottle and, uh-huh. and your rabbit down the other side yeah um, and i and then the rest is just the silver of the airstream and it looks it just pops yeah thank you the yeah window, I, I i did like
1: the way he said fuck you to the windows i did That's that on purpose
4: because the guy i think he originally like pictured or he originally envisioned the whole thing to be painted and like blasted up and i said no 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 no, no. like we want i said i want to keep this metal um because I think that what adds to it. Like, you know, it, it gives it that whole uh, well, aesthetic, you know. Because, yeah. like, like, he thought I was going to paint the whole thing. And I think he, like, because he even came up, he's like, oh, you're not going to paint this up here? And I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. I go, you should leave it just like that. Because that's what makes the whole project look cool. Because I, I left the metal. I didn't just, like, well, buff the whole thing one color. Otherwise, but... it just looked like, yeah. Yeah. you know, because then you wouldn't know if it was, like, trashed or beat up. And I tried to fix it. It's like. This shows it's like hey it's like pretty much like a perfectly good airstream and I just did my thing on it so I think it was the right choice to just leave a lot of that metal exposed like that right mm-hmm. oh I totally agree. and at first I don't think the guy really wanted that because I seen him I was like no trust me this is this looks good like that you know yeah that's a, that was a really fun project so yeah thank you to to those guys and yeah you guys should go over there and get lunch or whatever <laughs> once again that's not. <laughs> <laughs> now Dirk O'Bain
1: threw his. Facebook persona, which I won't put his government name out there, has real opinions about tacos. Oh, I do. Yeah. That's
3: your real name,
1: Darren? Is my oh, I yeah. Bad. Way to uh, go, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I mean, I
4: mean, most most people know. Well, actually, a lot of people like that know me. Don't even call me by my real name. No, so I've so never whatever.
1: used your name. Yeah,
4: but um, tacos. yeah. So back to the tacos thing, right? Yeah, I have a. a uh, I'm a Mexican food snob. You know, and I and I think when I first moved out to uh, New York, I didn't think about that because I just you know I'm from California, so I just always like you know to get like a good tacos and like burritos always There's been the like a thing for street. me. Like, yeah whatever, like I never like I never thought about it. I just took it for granted. Yeah. And then I moved to New York, and I was okay, like, oh my god, man! Like I'm just so bummed. <laughs> it's like l- literally the first thing I do when I land in California, straight to the taco spot. Last thing I do right before I get on the plane. Burrito yeah. El Pastor all the way, for sure. So, yeah, I, yeah, I think the uh, Mexican food thing um, is just something that I'm always going to be very, uh, I don't know, opinionated about, for sure.
1: It wasn't even like, John, it wasn't like somebody said, hey, the tacos at this place are great, and Dirt's like, no, you don't know what you're talking yeah. about. He basically came on and said... New York's tacos are shit.
4: Pretty much. Pretty they much. are. They really are, they really though. Are. There's not one good spot? Though. I mean, you know what? I find a few good spots that are, like, good enough, but there's never anything that's like, oh, wow, this is bomb, you know? And then it's like, I think when I'm out here for, like, three or four months at a time, I get accustomed to, like, these decent tacos. Like, they're all right. And then when I go back to California, I'm like, no, those ones in New York ain't shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like,
2: <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned it, but Luchadores has some really good mushroom um, <laughs> tacos that I enjoy, so...
1: Luchadoras do you understand how uh, John is trying to get sponsored? They I are good though. He, like-
4: he actually has really good food. I think they're more like a um, they're they're more of like a non. Uh, it's not like so much like a taco truck style. It's but they have good good food there because I had some of the food when I was there. Yeah, was that's good.
3: the thing is the average taco truck in L.A. beats the average. Mexican restaurant in New York. Yeah, it handstand. does. it does.
1: Yeah,
0: but how's the pizza in L.A.? Well, hey, yeah, hey, 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 exactly.
1: Christy, Christy, hey, this is not a Don't city. Don't stir it the, You know, up. Christy. Do, Don't, next thing I'm going to start some Christy, Well, we, you know, in we can't be good at everything. New York yeah, can't own point. tacos, too. You think we should be the taco capital of the world, Christy? You're like, yes. oh, but we're good
3: at <laughs> pizza.
2: We can't be good at everything.
1: Damn! Yeah. See how see how people get feisty about food? Yeah, yeah, totally. Well,
3: and you know, in New York, we know that you don't have to put sprouts on everything. Uh,
4: no, I mean, I you know what I but so back to the Mexican food. I think what it is the trade here is like in California, it's like Mexican food everywhere. You can get like cheap tacos, like late night, like a dollar tacos, whatever. And then the trade here is in New York, you get pizza like late night, like it's like a, a dollar. I mean, you can't get a slice of pizza for a dollar anywhere in California, I don't think. Or maybe you can, but not that I could think of off the top of my head. You know what I'm saying? So you trade the tacos for the pizza. And I'm a fan of both. So, I mean, pizza, I could eat that shit every day. I love it.
1: Do you want, <laughs> do you want to apologize to Christy for ruffling her <laughs> New York City <laughs> food feathers? Oh, uh, she's all right. We she's got all right. pizza. She's all right. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> we
0: got pizza. We got fucking pizza. <laughs> Taco pizza.
3: Taco pizza. Taco yeah, pizza. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. <laughs>
1: Let's get back to the Alpa store. Alpa store is pork and pineapple, right?
4: I I feel, um, yeah. So it's like a deep fried pork. It, it's the way that they prepare the pork and little slices of pineapple in it is so bomb. It's my favorite. I feel like it's it's. But it's probably so bad for you. It's just like grease. It's like greasy ass pork. But yo, this yeah, shit well, is bomb a as Well, a good fuck. piece of
3: pizza has grease. Too. Yeah, that's
4: that is
1: true. Totally. If your
3: pizza does not have grease, it's not worth eating. It's not
4: real pizza, right?
1: No. Now, totally. let, let's talk about someone else we have in common An uh, cool. artist by the name of Butterfly Mush
4: Oh yeah, what's up, Butterfly Mush She now, was on this show a while ago too, she right? She was, she had a, I was, she I was excited. about
1: life, love, and eyelashes it Yeah, was, I was excited was about
4: that when you guys had her on I'm
1: Now, um, she was the first person that I had met that said to me Hey, I'm going overseas, give me some of your stuff And it was uh, Lynn's laundromat when you were painting the ice cream cone. Lynn's laundromat. Oh, yeah, when I did the JMZ JMZ JMZ. walls, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She came by with the kids. Yeah, yeah. Her her, her
4: kids are awesome. Her husband's awesome. I like Gary. He's a good dude. Yeah, they're they're fucking pretty cool. They are dope.
2: She needs to have her own... uh, show her insta stories are just i mean i just love watching it i, yeah, I get drawn she, she, in i yeah. think someone needs to pick her up and pay her like, because they like her own i just love i mean like she just it gets all glammed up and it's looking in it but then it she starts talking about you know everything about i mean it's just is basic stuff that picking up the kids from school and her being like yelled at by another parent who's you know as she's just doing a story They're and, and i just think it's so hysterical someone needs to pick her up
1: she is fabulous. That's why we like her. That's why we had her in. Uh, she needs keep her own reality show. Yeah,
4: keep doing your thing for sure.
1: I think she should be like, um, uh, like a stripper stepmama. Yeah, like like the halfway house when girls are going to leave the game and do what <laughs> like they she do. she could be like the like, like the one in charge grandpa. or whatever.
4: Like, like, like you know big like mama. T- yeah 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 she that would that be, would be the, good.
3: The RuPaul of the stripper. <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly. Big Mush's mama. uh strip a strip race or some shit like something like that I'm right
1: gonna st- i'm gonna start writing that pilot there you um, go ronnie gosh. look
4: at ronnie's like already he got got wheels turning nice uh, make a big uh, he's, as uh, <laughs> soon as you get
1: back i know you're away yeah uh, give me a call when you get back totally right so dirt uh you're about to go to la yes what's going on besides just going to see your peoples
4: um i have well i mean i have i don't know like what i guess i haven't really signed anything but i'm i'm gonna be working on a uh street art tv show um I think, uh, you know, it's not 100% yet, but, you know, it's going to take some time. So that's one of the reasons why I'm going out there. Um, You know, somebody uh, approached me with this idea, and it's kind of like a street art TV show, but it's more, you know, based around, like, just me being myself. You know, like, what does Dirk Cobain do, like, a a day in the life? And, you know, maybe they, like, tag along with me while I paint or they want to go hang out or, like, see where I – you know where I live and all that kind of stuff like that. So uh, it's still not one hundred percent confirmed, but it's looking like it's pretty good. Like it's going to happen. So now um,
2: you have,
1: uh, because we've talked about this, I yeah. know this. You have been a uh, a fan of street art TV shows in the past.
4: Yes, I have been. What now.
3: Shows?
1: <laughs> Oh, there weren't many. Right? Yeah. I can think of Street Art Throwdown. Yeah, That's the only one I remember. No, there was, wasn't there one more that was, like, mixed? It wasn't only Street Art, but it turned into Street Art People. The one that Suck Lord was on. Um, I don't know. Um, what no, that what, what was street what, art. I, I don't no. know. I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, it wasn't a Street Art show. That was the show. search yeah. for
3: the next great artist, and there were two or three Street Artists on it, right. but oh, they didn't shit. get very far. Okay. They had a difficult yeah. time. That was the one done by Sarah Jessica Parker.
4: Uh, okay. Um, that sounds... I never even heard of that. That it's sounds kind of random. Sarah just got on just watch
3: because Suck Lord owned them.
4: Okay.
1: Cool. What I, what I, the only thing I remembered about that one before we get back to the one you watched was the 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 Simon de the 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 big French curator or whatever. He goes, "Oh yes, the Sucklord. Lord. I know your work." And yeah. this was like the first episode. I'm like, "He does?" I'm like, "Cool. All right, let's see where this goes." But back to Street Out Throwdown. Yeah. Now you and I uh, know someone who's on that show. Jenna, yeah, yes. we do. What is up, Miss Morello? Uh, I was very happy to uh, hear that she's painting in the neighborhood this week. She's doing She's some always of the job
4: painting. Rules.
3: And of course she she's was She's always the doing the damn thing. that show. She had yeah. never done anything on the streets before that. She show. She
1: learned how to spray paint on the show. She told, me. "Well, that's
3: yes, that's cool." It then launched then. her street career. Yeah.
4: Then it. Uh,
1: and now she can't stop. She might be. She might be busier than you. I think she is.
4: Mind you know, me. might be, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not.
2: <laughs> right. So now is this set to be a kind of a solo gig where Nah, in, there's like know. a bunch.
4: Of, I think it's it's going to be a few different artists on there. I think it's going to be really good if it comes through. I. The, the thing that, that, I, that I like about it is I am one of the artists that does not have as many years in the game on the show. So there's bigger names on it. And I, and I I would basically be as, you know, on the show as featured as like the next generation, which I and I like that. I'll accept that because the names that you told me, I'm like, yo, if I can be on the same show with these dudes, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't say the, they the rap so.
3: party'll be spectacular yeah. if nothing else then right? I'll be
4: all famous and stuff no
2: <laughs> is there anything about that that kind of scares you or makes you I mean have you done things before where you've been you know in the spotlight like that where
4: um it does scare me because even when I come on here, I get scared. I'm, 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 I'm pretty shy, you know? So, like, when I'm, like, doing something like this, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, what am I going to say? You're like, I hope it goes good. You know, like, I get these, like, little, like, anxious, nervous feelings. So, yeah, I'm definitely uh, having those kind of feelings about this as well, you know? But I think once, like, I just get in there and start doing my thing, I kind of just fall into, like, a comfort zone where it'll work out. That no, sounds like a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll be great. And I mean, you're doing just,
3: fine like, here.
4: So. I think it'll be <laughs> great. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, you've been to you've been in New York now a little over a year, a year. and a
4: half or something like that. So I'm still a noob, whatever. I'm am I'm, I'm still green, but you know, I'm just always uh, that that doesn't
3: bother me. Just always trying to
4: spread my wings, you know.
3: So what is the major difference between the street scene in L.A. and the street scene in New York? What's the one thing since you've been in both now? I don't know.
4: Like that's, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I feel like it's not really that different, you know? It's like, you know, like, uh, it's They don't different. have sold magazine. They don't have sold mag. So you you got to tell Ryan to get out there and start doing some podcasts. I'll put them in my suitcase when I go and then, you know, take them with me to L.A. <laughs>
3: We really I don't think I can fit that. I don't
4: think I can fit all, all, all the beard in there, though. You know what I mean? like.
0: Do, <laughs> um, do pieces seem to last longer in L.A. than in New York? You know, like sometimes the street art gets tagged. Or, okay, yeah. yeah. Th-
4: that, okay, there, you know what? That actually is one thing that I can talk about that we can say that. Okay, so in L.A., in New York, you know how, like, um, for instance, you have, like, East Village walls, and they, like, break up the wall, and they section it out, and then he changes them out every um, – mm-hmm. I've never seen that until I came here. Like, for instance, like in L.A., if somebody got that wall, that would just be that. Like if like if I got that wall, that's my shit forever. Ain't nobody getting on it but me unless I say hey, maybe one of my friends can get, get you, on it. You do you know think I mean?
0: that goes towards the Instagram effect so that people have more things, <clears throat> different things to take pictures of every couple of months?
4: I mean, you know? well, but, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I I, th- I think more so just like the breaking it up in sections is something that I haven't really seen before, because that wall right there, like one person could technically do that whole wall, you know, mm-hmm. like I could do the whole wall. Uh, and maybe I mean, yeah, maybe you would cycle out the whole wall every few months. But I never really seen the breaking it up into sections what like that, that as much
0: wall with the. Uh, yeah. But the, well, yeah, kind of broke that wall up. Right. Wasn't that this one? Well, that's so that's the, that's that where they did
4: that, that Instagram up, right? thing. or That's where they did that. Uh, that's right. the yard where they did the uh, exclusive. So the exclusive thing was right behind the beer bottle, like right there. But that's the same yard. We're, we're looking at yeah, pictures now. Those are. Those right, are, those are both in the uh, but same. Yeah.
0: This, but didn't Meg Zane kind of break? Yeah, like, but those are big sections sec- off the wall. Yeah,
4: you know what? So that used to just be on that wall. That used to just be like two big ass pieces on that wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, that look at you. Cause you see where the white buff is yeah. and the gray shit? Yeah. That wall has been like <laughs> that thing has been dragged. You know, that wall has just been beat up and over. It's kind of like whatever now. It's like. I mean, I think, honestly, if you want to paint a wall, you could probably just go up in there and just paint it any time of day and just, like, bring your paint, and no one's really going to say shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been so, uh, like, beat up and redone. It's like, But it used to be just one big piece on that wall, and then they have, like, these little eight-foot wood panels, and those would cycle out. You know what I'm saying? And it was – I don't know. Yeah, that's – I
2: don't know. Yeah, I've heard – Oh, sorry. I just the, the the vandal squad seems to be in higher effect in Los Angeles than here. No, mm, not
4: really. I, oh, feel right. like, I, I, I feel like that's another like thing that's pretty different. I f- well, you know, I I know someone that got picked up for putting a sticker up. Weird shit, right? Oh,
3: yeah, that seems to happen. To uh, yeah, I mean, I them. I feel
4: like I mean I don't know who would do such a thing. I
3: mean, really, it's put put not about up. putting it up; it's about being stupid enough to get caught. Oh. But that's another story.
2: That's true. Someone was not aware. Yeah, I mean, no. they, they were defacing property and not aware. What's yeah. Out
1: of this, yeah. Uh, she
3: doesn't do stickers.
1: <laughs> no, that's what she got pinched for.
3: Was a sticker? Mm-hmm. 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 For the story. Um.
1: Yeah. So no, okay.
4: I I would I would probably think that the Vandal Squad is out a little bit more thicker over here. I feel like in, I in think LA, they're
3: trained here a little bit. A
4: little, yeah. Because I think New York. I think they're just more of a like on edge like state in general. You know, because of everything that happened here and that goes on here. So they're just a little bit more like. Well, and
3: we have. 200 members now of the vandal squad that if this graffiti didn't exist on the street they wouldn't have jobs yeah so it's in their interest to take it down and yet it's in their interest to let it be up there too so they have enough uh Mm. work to do it's work for them so it's a really interesting little thing about the vandal squad and i also
4: um somebody else mentioned this and i think it makes sense i think now that the city has kind of like been cleaned up and there's not as much crime as there used to be well, now they need to find shit to do. So picking up kids or yeah. doing tagging is another way for them to decide. Well, and you know,
3: even right? today, it it all goes back to the 90s because Giuliani targeted graffiti as the number one quality of life crime in the mm-hmm. entire city. Oh, no shit. Uh, yeah, he, it used oh, yeah.
0: to be a felony, and then it was. Um, oh, I'm sorry, a it used to be a misdemeanor. Right. And, that, and then well, they made it a felony. and if you were under
3: 16, you got the scared straight. they take you to the precinct, they'd rattle the cage, and yeah. Yeah. call your mom. Yeah. And, and then your mom came, whips your ass when you get home. Right. <laughs> and then when Giuliani came around, these seemed kids were getting time in juvenile detention centers. Yeah. Um, but he also cleaned off Basquiat's and herrings off the street that if they had just taken them off the street, yeah. they could have funded arts education for generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. That's sad. Sorry. if I, Am I about to oh, say bad, to bad say words it. on here? You're asking now? When you're talking, <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: after I've been like five F-bombs and into without it. Without being political,
3: <laughs> when you talk about Giuliani and artists, that's probably one of the only few words that comes to mind is that's now,
1: yeah. now girl, what do you remember um when Giuliani uh went nuts, uh went ape shit over The Brooklyn Museum. Shit. Yes. Oh, it was a, yeah. it was at the Pope or who was it? No. Um it was covered in elephant oh, dung. Who it was, was it? a Madonna.
3: It was it That's was at the right. Brooklyn Museum, right. it was a Madonna and it was done by a man from Africa. And, and when he Giuliani did this piece, Giuliani tried to shut it down. Actually, he ended up funding the Brooklyn is Museum for the next 50 years because of the donations they got. Um, I what don't remember this, this show, show, but what was really interesting about it was is if you actually spoke to the artist, you would realize he put the elephant dung on there as a sign of reverence yeah. because he was African. And he knew that if you're ever stuck out in the savannah or whatever, that elephant dung is how you survive. Okay. Um, that it's also seen as the highest level of reverence. So for him creating elephant a dunk, Madonna yeah. elef- elephant dung to him was actually, and Giuliani's just thick. Yeah. And now he's just old and doddery. So. Well, now he's like, they say he's yeah, like he's all down saying. with Trump
4: and everything and shit now, right? Now he's just yeah. like, there. get out of here. No, Giuliani was uh, never they, they, Yeah, never didn't they boo him at the artists. Yankees game and shit, right? Dirty yeah.
1: 2020. How do you feel about that? What's that? Just dirt. Dirty oh, style. Oh, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk,
4: Dirk Cobain for, he, for president?
1: You Third, yeah, need a third political party.
3: that's do. a third party I could back. I'm gonna
4: have to put a uh, right. put a put a ballot or like because don't you gotta get a certain number of votes and, and then you could be like legitly. Please in,
1: don't quote me on this. I think you need 10,000 signatures to be able to be added to. Yeah, the oh, the and way. then Ronnie could yeah. be my vice president. No, no, they're not gonna Best hype, they're not gonna hype man in, in go the go. business. No, no, no he, he, needs he needs to be there.
3: Look
4: no. at that beard right he there, yo. No, no. Put put he him in a suit with that go. beard. No, he it's is. A rap. He's your.
3: What's the guy that basically does everything behind the scenes? <laughs> <laughs> behind the scenes. I'm your spin doctor. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ron, Ron, Ronnie
4: does everything, and I'll just take all the credit. Like, yeah. Speaking
2: of that beard, I I always think of Captain Caveman when I think of it because I'm like there's so there's probably so many different little things hidden in there, right? That you can, you know, you pull He's out like, a, there's like a, a radio, boom, a boombox. Like a fishing yeah. pole. Wow. There's a taco that. in there. <laughs> right. right?
3: Like Mary Poppins bag. He, he, he,
4: has, he has a fishing pole in there and like a, floor lamp. a, a barbecue grill and all this, this kind of stuff, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> it he has a chino yeah. in there. <laughs> <laughs> I have it's a, a Right? <laughs> totally.
1: <laughs> now, when I met... Dirty style. He was a little, a little cleaner style. He was clean shaven. Yeah. was crispy. It was. It was. Oh, like but his. I'm
3: hair. still crispy. I still no, remember no, the first time. Nah, that's that's Do you remember the first time you took the hat off and you realized oh, he had you seen shot... of what was it blue Whoa. hair at the time? No, I didn't know. I
4: oh, I, there. I I still had the blue hair, huh? When I met oh, Ronnie, yeah, I, I think the blue hair I think I did have the and blue hair. It lion's mane because yeah. I
3: will I will say, for a lot of men in the world, you would be there. They would be really jealous because for. You have a very luscious mane of hair.
4: Thank you, You always compliment me on my hair, and I appreciate it. Because not that many comments. You know, well, thank you. I appreciate every time you're like, "Yo,
3: men approach it." Uh, there are very few men that get to a certain age, and you're not old by any shape, by any stretch of the but, imagination. But I'm not that young either. But so you yeah. have one of the more fuller heads of hair on men walking on the streets.
4: I appreciate that. You, you always make me feel good about Bro-game my hair. Is not
3: probably so. ever going to be a world street
1: artist with a mane like his. Who has a main
4: better uh, than mine? Best main I in the game, main. You
3: know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you were to undread Night Owl, no. you could probably Oh, yeah, up. he probably has yeah. a main. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: he's got, yeah, he's got. He and Jenna Morello have uh, matching hair yeah. oh, no, no, cells. No, 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 we can't. He, Jenna's,
4: Jenna's the queen. No the day. battle he, of the dreads. Yeah. It's like that,
1: right? With my TCF
4: homie, Me Troopers. Oh, Me Troopers got a, he has a pretty mean main. Dreads down to butt,
2: that guy.
4: Dreads down to, yeah, he does. What's up, Troop? What up, Troop? I wonder if he's listening, or is he going to listen?
2: Chai T? Isn't that what, or Chai... Chai T? Isn't don't that put, what... Don't put his name out there.
3: Oh. Oh, but he tells everybody his Yeah, but he does tell he everybody that's his name. Two names, yeah. So yeah. I mean, cool. I have two names. Okay. I mean, yeah. No, he's cool with the Chai T, too. Mr. Troop? I mean, it's obvious Chai T is not his real name, unless his mother was really sadistic. <laughs>
4: Maybe it's his nickname. <laughs> I don't even, You never know. Maybe that is his name.
1: Now, Dirt introduced me to a bunch of homies from out west that he knew, uh, the TCF guys, the Chosen Few. Yeah. Pike, Good Luck Buddha, Pike. Sellout.
4: I, I'm going to see antenna Pike antenna when I go to, back to California. He's in town. I haven't seen him in like two years.
1: He's here or he's in
4: California? Uh, he's in California. He's in yeah. LA. So I'm like, yo, when I get back to California, I get to see Pike. We get... Uh, we're going to rock a couple spots. I'm excited about that because you know, um, when I first started kind of doing the street art thing and the whole Dirk Cobain thing started picking up, that's when I met surf and then I met Pike through surf almost right away. And then me and Pike just kind of clicked, you know, cause we kind of both have that, uh, you know, a little, little bit of a wild side to us, if you will. And we both lived on Melrose. So we were both like a few blocks away from each other. And, um, Yeah, we just kind of clicked up, and we were just painting every day, doing wheat paste all the time. We were all just running around catching tags, doing the damn thing. Uh, He invited me to be in TCF. I accepted it. And, yeah, we just, you know, like he was one of the first dudes I really started fucking with, like, hard when I was, like, starting to take the uh, Dirt Cobain thing off the ground. And um, you know,
1: Does he put his history out there, Pike. Nah, uh, he's a little. He. I don't want to say it. I don't want to bring it no, up. no,
4: no, 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 no. He, he like that's that's uh yeah he's a little bit more uh, uh, elusive. That's why You know, know what I'm saying? I mean, and he I used to, I mean, I mean, I I used to try to be like real elusive too. And I you know I but didn't did like, you you but then it's like yeah you know, I I don't have no reason. I, you know like I mean I don't like I mean I usually. Don't – I used to not, like, want to show my face and all this kind of shit. And, like, you see – I mean, come on, bro. Even if you catch a couple – I feel like a lot of these, like, street artists, like, overreact with that shit. It's like, the feds ain't looking for you, bro. You got a couple of wheat paces. Well, it's like, is, if they, you know what I mean? Maybe if you get busted, but it's like, they're acting like as if they're, like, fucking Pablo Escobar well, or what, something. Like, out. they don't want like, no one to see him. It's like, come on, bro. You're, like, a petty-ass criminal. Like, ain't nobody giving a fuck about you. They won't you want to show their
3: face, yet they tattoo their name on their hands.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think maybe a lot of these guys might not show their face because they might be ugly,
3: Maybe, oh <laughs> you know what Ooh, saying? Maybe. a
4: face around. only a mother could love.
3: Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like,
4: so I was like, fuck it, like I don't worry about that kind of so shit no more. Bandana
1: wearing is that why I always put my face on my work <laughs> That's why Ronnie
4: look at I mean Ronnie has no problem showing his face, his stencils, he's just all about him, right? <laughs> what it's what like, yeah. address, so <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, body. um, you know, so <laughs> so yeah, I mean I don't really have a pro- I'm not really worried about being like so elusive anymore. I used to think it was a big deal, but it's like, come on, and, you know, now, like, if, and I also feel like I want to, like, grow and do, like, look, I'm about to possibly be on a TV show. Like, I'm not going to be up there with, like, a disguise on or nothing, you know what I'm saying?
3: And nope. if they, you know, the thing, reality is, if you're on their radar, they'll find you.
4: Yeah, I mean, if if if, if they want to get you for something, they're going to just, they'll just come knock on your door and be like, come here, motherfucker, get over here, <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? Like, now, for those of you <laughs> who don't know, uh, Dirk, Cobain, Dirk Cobain and I curate uh Sort of monthly show at Butcher Bar on <laughs> yeah. the Lower East Side. Shout out to Matt, Connor, and the team over there. Thank yeah. you very much. Right now we have our street art photography show riding. We're going to be refreshing it early in August. Dirt I are going to deal with it while he's away. You're going to miss yeah. another Butcher Bar show. It is what it is, Pimp. I'll be sad. It, no, it is what it is. We'll just tag you and make you feel better. Yeah,
4: it. just like... Yeah, just let me know how much I missed out, you know, and be like, you missed out big time, bro. I hope Michael Strahan comes looking. Michael funny. Strahan's going to come and be like, yo, I heard Dirk Cobain was going to be here. I want to, like, really meet this guy He'd be yeah, like. when <laughs> you put
1: your name on the flyer and
4: going to the party, son. <laughs> what are you going to do? Right, totally, yeah. Uh.
1: That Gap Life is going to be rolling in there looking for you, and I'm going to
4: have to be your agent. Yeah. Well, you know, I just say forward all my emails to Big Ronnie. What, what, what's your uh, email address?
1: rparacel at Right there. So if,
4: if you have any in- inquiries about Durko Bain, uh, go through Big Ronnie.
3: And Big uh, Ronnie's always ready to manage any artist out there that wants to make a whole bunch of money and have fun doing it.
1: Not any artist. Not any. Not host. any. Some. One or two may be more. Yeah. That's all.
3: That's all.
1: You know, it's, it's yeah. a line from Wall Street. Gordon Gecko yeah. says, how much is enough? Just a little more.
4: Just a little more, right? Just a little more. That's Always.
1: All. So, Dirt, we are at 58 minutes, which okay. is the longest podcast we've done in right. uh, quite some time. Uh, not, uh, It's obviously a testament to your beard.
4: I mean, I I think Big, Big Ronnie likes to talk a lot. And, you know, when I get rolling, I like to talk a lot, too. So mm-hmm. you put these two... Me and him. Just blah 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 blah.
1: So <laughs> <All right. laughs> So before we let you go, uh, please tell our listeners where they can find you online and how they can reach out to you besides my email address for commissions and fun walls.
4: At I'm Dirk going. Cobain on Instagram, one word, D I R T C O B A I N. And this Thursday we are having we didn't get a really a chance to talk about you see we're just over there bumping our gums, forgot. Um this Thursday, we're going to have a little paint day, uh, 782 Marcy Avenue in Bed-Stuy off the G-Train. Uh, we got a little spot over there. It's going to be me, Outer Source, Rabbit, Turtle Caps, Below Key, Dirk, Haraku, Leaf, and Zero Productivity, all painting on Thursday. So if you guys could come check it out, come take some photos, come hang with us. It's a great group. Us. It's a lineup. It's a pretty solid crew, you know. Who's so the tallest
1: guy in that group? Was it Dirk. Uh-huh.
4: Maybe, I don't know. Turtle. Maybe Hello? turtle. Maybe, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Probably leave because he's a tall. He's a tall dude. Yeah. It's a nice group. I don't know. Yeah. Zero is tall. Yeah. So it'll be a solid. Um. It'll be a, a solid day. You know. We're gonna paint the. I mean, I'm excited too because if I leave for a couple of months, this will be like one of my uh, last days to paint. Uh, like, yeah. Can so a, a, a little tear drop run tear. down my eye. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <wow. laughs> yeah, so uh if anybody could come out that day and hang, take some photos, come through. I if mean, you,
1: even if you can't check out dirt stuff online, uh, dirty style dirt cobain, we are sold out with the homie. Thank you. TCF out.